Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Broad Street LinkedIn. I'm Reed back on with Griff to recap this horrendous, abysmal NFC Championship game rematch. Excuse me. And uh, we got beat up and down the field everywhere. They were playing with more heart. Coaching was better. Playing was better. Uh, We clearly have to take a long look in the mirror. And, uh, you know, clearly <clears throat> we don't have it, what it takes right now uh, to win that Super Bowl. Um, what are your initial thoughts on the game, Griff? Um, I was lucky enough to go to the game. Um, and, it, you know, we start off with driving down the field, set up for two field goals, and from there it was just saying they had our number. Um, we couldn't move the ball. I feel like we were always playing on like third down, and I mean, they any they got anything they wanted on offense, and, it, and they took the crowd out of it. I mean, you just knew anytime it was third and short, second and short, like they were converting. The yards after the catch were insane, and it wasn't just Debo Samuel; it was everyone. Um, I just thought a full team breakdown. I'd say. Um, it, it was tough. We got we got kicked in the mouth. 
It wasn't even close. I mean, you're, you're talking about these short passes, and, like, it's un, unreal. Like, I've been looking at these, like, passing grids for Purdy. You know, NFL, Next Gen always puts those out. He passed for one ball over 15 yards. One ball. And then you, you're thinking back on the game, and you're like, well, they scored on, like, every big play ever. And it's like they catch the ball eight yards past the, past the line of scrimmage. And for some – I mean, it's been like that all year except Reed Blankenship, but no one wants to hit. No one wants to hit. They're not. They weren't playing with fire. Uh, I don't know if it's the age. Maybe they're tired of using their bodies, but the tackling was awful. Uh, and this is like the first team I feel like. I mean, tell me if you think I'm wrong here, but the weakness has been line. I mean, coming into the year, the biggest weakness, obviously secondary injuries, but it was always linebacker. And I felt like this was the first time a team really took advantage of that and just exposed our linebacking core over all over the field. I mean, obviously we had injuries, but uh, Jeff McLean tweeted this out. Of the 49ers, 314 passing yards, 213 yards came after the catch. That's insane, first yeah. of all. LB, Nicholas Morrow alone accounted for 151 yak yards per PFF. Uh, you know, obviously other Eagles could have helped, you know, minimize the damage there, but uh, Morrow overall allowed six catches for 175 yards on eight targets. Christian Ellis, two catches for 33 yards on three targets. Darius Leonard's coming to Philly. Um, so all we can do is really hope that he brings some answers. You know, he hasn't really been the same since that back surgery. Um, but but what's the solution here, Griff? What, what, what do we do to fix this? Um, I don't know. I think there's always, like, a huge overreaction when you lose a big game. Um the fact is that they played three huge games in 14 days. And the other fact is that we came into this gauntlet, you know, expecting to drop some games. So everyone, like, is freaking out. And the 49ers had 10 days rest, and we had three ga- three games in 14 days. Like, these are, these are grown men. They're tired. Like, they're hurting. And the Niners were well-rested coming off an easy win. Um, so it was, it was a good spot for the Niners, and, and they took advantage of us, and they took advantage of our weaknesses, and we just didn't have enough to to overcome that. And I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if you fully freak out on defense. I mean, I think that the Niners are just a well-coached team where I do think we really struggled. It was just Brian Johnson again. I just yeah. don't, I don't understand – his game plans going in, like, I don't get it. He makes Hurts look terrible, and I don't blame Hurts, but, like, I don't know. It, it's – Yeah, you know, I two big points there. Yeah, definitely, you know, the, the three games in 14 days, and then, you know, we're playing the Niners off 10 days rest, and that's happening again next week. The Cowboys get 10, day, 10 days of rest. Us uh, coming off a shorter week. You know, Bradbury said, and, you know, the – attitude in the locker room is great at least you know they said look we're professional athletes like we're not gonna say we're tired or anything but you're you're right I mean they're grown men who are putting their bodies on the line every week and look I'm not here saying it's an excuse but that's definitely a factor that played into it um and sorry what what did you say after that I had one more thing I wanted to talk I mean, I said I don't really, like, worry too much about the defense. Like, it's a bad game. What I yeah. worry about is the offense. I, I still think the offense just – you're not yeah, going to so win. 
the offense, yeah, Brian Johnson, I still don't know what he's doing. I'm going to go off on another tangent before I go back to that point. DeAndre Swift got his last carry in the first quarter, and he didn't touch the ball again until the third quarter, and he touched the ball one more time after that. And, look, I get it. I'm not an idiot. I know the score is running up. We have to pass. But it's just inexcusable that he doesn't touch the ball in the second quarter one time when it feels like every game he's the guy who, when we get the ball in his hands, he is the spark plug that generates the offense and gets it going. And the fact that we're just not giving the ball. I mean, Seth Joyner said it on Yakub Sports. Like, we're not even giving him the chance to – I mean, I'm not comparing him to McCaffrey, of course, but the Niners put McCaffrey in a situation to succeed, and we don't do that for Swift, and it drives me insane. Um, but going back to the overreacting, yes, obviously, I mean, I'm distraught. I know Eagles fans are distraught. But at the end of the day, you're 100% right. Look, we lost this game. Guess what? We still have the best record in the NFL. We're still the number one seed. And I think this 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 game on Sunday is going to define the rest of the season, right? I mean, we're going into Jerry World. It's, you know, you lose this game. It's not just like, oh, if we lose this game, they're catching up. No, no, no. We lose this game. We're out of first. We're into the wild card spot. So I think this is a really big week. Uh, I think this team has to show has an opportunity to, you know, show everyone who they really are in Sunday and Jerry World. But uh, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And, um, like, it, it is such a big game, but they could still, I mean, they put themselves in a position where they could still drop this game and still come away with the division. Maybe not the number one seed. And, honestly, they might not want the one seed because if the 49ers have the one seed and Dallas is the wild card, that one seed is the first team to play Dallas. So the two spot might be the better position if Dallas falls to five or, like, if we end up – if we win the NFC East but we um, lose the NFC number one spot, you follow me? Yeah. And Dallas is five. Yeah. Plays, the one seed plays Dallas in that second yeah. round. Yeah. And you could argue that – I mean, I just think that I'd rather play whoever is the two – it's probably either going to be the Lions or whoever we're playing because it reseeds, right? No, it doesn't. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it does. It does. It does. Yeah, but, Dallas I, I would... would, but still, Dallas would be the hardest team to oh, play in the second round, uh, even of any of the division winners. Yeah. So – like we still could end up in a fine spot even if we drop this next game. So I don't know. I still think that like while we do have a lot to work on, we've put ourselves in a position where like we can take this time and we can learn from these like tough games and we just have to finish the season strong. Yeah. You know, I, I never thought about that situation. I, because we have the one I mean, seed. If we, if we lose, the, I mean, having that bye week is so crucial. But you know, we we can uh, we'll definitely talk about this more on the preview. That's an excellent point. I, I didn't even consider that. But I mean, yeah, if you're asking me, would I rather play the the Lions and then either the Niners or the Cowboys or both the Niners and the Cowboys? I'm taking Lions a hundred times out of a hundred. Um, but I, I had uh, one more thing going back on the game here. Just something I, I mean, I guess we can. I guess it's Brian Johnson, but. You saw it too, right? Hertz had all day to throw the ball. I mean, Lane Johnson dogged Nick Bosa. They moved Nick Bosa on the other side because Johnson was dogging him. But Hertz had all day to throw, it felt like. And just, I don't know if 
our receivers had a bet off game, but I mean, Trevarius Ward's a good player, but their cornerbacks are not the strength of their defense. And our guys, I don't know if it was schematically, they're just not getting open, but Hertz had all day and we found nobody. Um, I don't know if you noticed anything in person that might speak to that, but it was just something I noticed. I couldn't really wrap my mind around. It has to be play calling, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't like notice anything specific. Um, I mean, they're, their secondary is good, and they were kind of all over us, like especially with the yard touch catch. AJ Brown's a beast, but I feel like having Goddard not there is also kind of hurting. Um, yeah, I don't know. We couldn't get any momentum. Like on every drive, it was just like we couldn't get anything rolling. Um, kept finding ourselves on and, third down. Sorry, I don't. Want, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but like that just brings me back to something I've been saying all year. It's like. We win football games when we run the ball. And it's not even that, like, we don't know if we can run it or not. It's that we just don't even give ourselves a chance to. But sorry, sorry, keep – No, and and then even once you get, like, okay, you're down, like, two touchdowns at the start of the second half, I mean, you can still run, like, if you don't trust your defense to get one stop, like, you can take time and run the ball. And I think that they start to throw and and then – you know, I think Hurts threw like what fifty times, or he threw yeah, like, I mean, over high forties. It was ridiculous, forty-five times. So yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, I just it, it was a tough, it was a tough game plan. It didn't, it, it clearly didn't work. And I think if we score on those first two drives when we're in the red zone, inside the ten, oh, totally Hertz, different game. Hurts can't take that sack. I mean, twenty yards, you can't do that. It's I think he slipped, but still, it's just. No, you, you can't put your yeah, I agree. Um there's so many there's so many things where I can point at. Um but you know it's not like we got totally dominated from start to finish. Like those first two drives, if we go up fourteen nothing, it's a completely different ballgame. And we easily had the opportunity to like we marched on the field twice and then we stopped them on defense. So I mean, it was and the link was going and the Niners just kind of held it out. And that's what good teams do. That's another thing you mentioned, uh, you just reminded me when you said we were down two touchdowns in the second half, but this is also the first time I've ever seen Nick Sirianni kind of cower in the moment, for lack of a better word. I'm not saying he's a coward, but I know you remember. It was like fourth and three or something or fourth and two. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, we're in our own territory. And, like, you know, most teams, I would say, punt that 100 times out of 100, but, like, I had no doubt we were going for it, and I was begging us to, which I didn't even think I'd have to because I thought Nick Sirianni would do it. But they scored six straight touchdowns. They, they got stopped on the first two drives, and they did not get stopped since then. And game flow, game script, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Like, I don't know how you punt that ball back and trust your defense to get a stop when they've marched down the field four times in a row and done it. And I think and, the next the next series after that was when Debo broke the tackle and went like all the way right after that. I'm exactly, and that yeah. kills the momentum. Yeah. And speaking of Debo, man, as much as I hate to admit it, dude stood on business. Like talked, ran his mouth all damn week. Man, I wanted to shut him up so bad. Three touchdowns. I mean, the fact that's just another crazy thing. I mean, I think Greg Olson mentioned it. What a he was terrible that uh, yesterday, but. It's still crazy. I mean, he was speaking truth. On two of Debo's touchdowns, he was untouched. 
for over 30 yards. And it's like, that just doesn't happen in today's NFL. Like not being touched for two 30 plus yard touchdowns is just unexcusable. I mean, like I said, I don't know what to blame it on. Like maybe they were tired. Just the lack of fire and willing to just hit somebody on defense, especially in the secondary is, it was, it was killing me. It's just like only Reed. Reed's the only one who will throw his body at him. And I don't know. I don't know. But um, I just had these two notes, um, Edwards and Steichnan. TJ Edwards and Steichnan, I think everyone this week is just lying in bed thinking, man, like Edwards was what, four more million? Uh, I don't I mean, at Steichnan, I'm sure he was going regardless. But, man, just you miss him. You miss him. And. It, it speaks volumes to how important they were in games like this where it's just – it's terrible. Um, but on the bright side, we mentioned it earlier, Darius Leonard's coming in. I didn't have too much – or I haven't seen him play too much, uh, so I did a little bit of digging. Like, obviously, the Birds are taking a chance here on, you know, a former All-Pro great player. Um, he's only played nine games this season, and his numbers since 2022 after that back surgery aren't great. But I think the biggest positive here is that this year when he was played, so this isn't previous years when he was an All-Pro, he is graded uh, by PFF as a top-five coverage linebacker, uh, best in the season. Uh, and, you know, coverage and linebacker is clearly where we're lacking here. So, I don't know, some some uh, some positives from uh, for this week. I don't know. There's something I, I had written down here. Yeah, I mean, I think he is – whether he is like the player he used to be, no. Is he one hundred percent an upgrade? Yes. Yes. Exactly. So you can't you can't complain. I mean, even like, just from a depth standpoint, like I mean, we had Ruben Frank said this actually in the in the post game, but the three linebackers that we suited up today, this is crazy. They all were cut before the season started this year. All three, all three, the only three linebackers that were active on the roster were all cut previous this year. I mean, look, again, I'm not, like, obviously we don't expect them to play like pros, but that just speaks volumes to what we're working with here, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was tough. It was tough. Sometimes that's what you need. And yeah. we have a veteran We have a veteran locker room. I mean, all these guys have taken bad losses, and they've had great wins. So, I don't know. Yeah, I – I got two final uh, takeaways just to keep the mood up a little bit for everyone listening. First, you know, you already touched on this already. The birds have played the nine and three dolphins, the nine and three Cowboys, the eight and four chiefs, the six and six bills and the nine and three Niners in a six week span and went four and one while giving up 23 points or less in three of the five games. You, you spoke, you spoke about it too. Like, you know, we have seen cracks in the armor on defense and it completely shattered yesterday, but there's, you know, you, you can't sit here and not hope that they're going to figure it out. Right. And they, and they've shown flashes throughout the year. And then secondly, this is totally irrelevant, but just a cool fun fact in 2017, we were 10 and one. We lost to an NFC West team that bad 14 point loss to Seattle. Same exact things happening right now. So, Hey, fingers crossed. Let's figure this shit out. Let's go into Jerry World. Let's lock up that one seed and uh, go from there. I love it. I love it. I completely <laughs> agree. You know, I, I'm not worried. 
I'm not worried at all. Um, and Brock Purdy being the favorite for MVP is an absolute joke. It's criminal. Uh, I don't think it should be Hurts. I mean, Hurts isn't playing that well, but it, it can't be Brock Purdy. It can't uh, be. Dude, I mean, look, I, I do think that he is a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But MVP, like, I feel like no one's watching these games. Like, I get it. Like, they look, I'm the first one who said it when we came on this pod. We got our asses handed to us. But is Brock Purdy the reason why? Hell no. The no. dude didn't throw for one, more than one pass over 15 yards. And, oh, man, yeah, I mean, if he wins MVP, the league's chalked. It's got to be Tyreek at this point. I mean, yeah, I, even Dak. I would give it to Dak over Purdy. And, yeah, yeah I just, I don't know. that. Yeah, well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, we'll be back on Wednesday for the Cowboys-Eagles preview. And on Friday with our Lincoln Financial Locks. Um, Tough week, but, you know, as always, go Birds. Go Birds. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 